Hello, welcome to H2 with me, Denise Villamejia, a consulting hypnotist based in Delaware. I'm hosting this monthly series to help dispel some of the myths and misconceptions surrounding hypnosis so more people will be encouraged to use it therapeutically to help them gain control over unwanted behaviors or to cope better with anxiety, pain, or other health issues. In this episode, I'm talking to my friend and colleague, Martin Ferber, who's not only a hypnotherapist himself, but learned about it first because he needed help with a big problem. And by the way, in case you're wondering about his accent, Martin is in Lancashire in the UK. Hi, Martin. Thanks so much for joining me. Oh, hi, Denise. It's my pleasure to be here. So could you just very quickly tell the listeners what the issue was, what happened that was an issue? Yeah, sure. Back in 2016, in my previous career, I was a bespoke jeweler and uh, the shop I owned uh, was robbed twice, one of which was an armed robbery. And I was suffering badly with PTSD. That must have been horrible. What did you do about it? Okay, well, initially I went to see my doctor, my GP. Uh, I think you say family doctor over there, don't you? We do. Um, (laughs) Who wanted to um, put me on some kind of medication. Uh, And that wasn't, you know, something I particularly wanted to do. So I asked if he had any other suggestions. And he said, I might want to try hypnotherapy. An enlightened doctor. So you went to a hypnotherapist and um, was it what you expected? Did you Uh, know what to expect? I I really didn't know what to expect. I went there with an open mind, but I did have some preconceived ideas um, that, you know, it may be a man with a swinging watch and one thing and another. I didn't really know what to expect. And I was very pleasantly surprised when I got there. Oh, good. So what was the first thing that happened other than you said, you know, hello, have a cup of tea (laughs) because you're English, so you'd have a cup of tea. (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course. And biscuits. Um, Yeah, I I was introduced to the hypnotherapist and we we were sitting down. I was telling him what had happened. He was taking notes and the conversation went on for some time. Before I knew it, I got into a nice relaxed state. I was very, very, he brought me down, I would say, because I was wound up. I was, I got into a very relaxed state and it progressed into what I realized was hypnosis. Um, the whole session was about an hour and 30 minutes in total. So you, you didn't realize it at the time. When you say you, you realize it was hypnosis, was that because you're now a hypnotist and so you recognized it or? Uh, no, I, I recognized it afterwards as, as a person. I, I was expecting still some kind of formal entry into hypnosis, i.e., some kind of swinging watch or some kind of definite instruction. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it didn't go like that. The conversation progressed and progressed. Um, I began to feel very relaxed, very comfortable. And then he he just very vaguely suggested I might, you know, feel better if I close my eyes for a few moments. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, went into... And when the session was finished, did you, were were you aware of a change or did you, how long do you think you felt what time had passed? Because a lot of people say that it it seems. Yeah, I I thought it was quite a short period of time. When I got outside afterwards, I realized the entire session had been around about an hour and a half in length in total. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt extremely relaxed. I felt uh, a huge sense of relief, actually, um, without you know, getting too emotional about it in the first place, because I felt very reassured by this person. I had a good rapport with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I felt able to talk to them. And then I, I felt very much relaxed when I came out. And I, I already felt I had, I felt positive about the future. Um, mm-hmm. Although 
I still did have, you know, anxiety. I was still far from over the whole incident. Um, how, was, how long did you, um, were you in therapy with him? How many sessions I, did you do? I had six sessions in total. A week apart, each one was a week apart, yeah. Um, okay. I, I probably, looking back, maybe I didn't even need the last one or two. That Perhaps they just reinforced it. I would say I was where I wanted to be by week four. Good. Um, you know, there, there was no further improvement required after that point. Um, but, I, you know, he, he was the therapist at that point. I dare say he was just reinforcing everything and making sure things stayed that way. Good, good. And you enjoyed your time with him? A very a much very pleasant enjoyed experience. it, yeah. Yeah, it was a very yeah. pleasant experience, excellent therapist, good listener. And I, I, I achieved what I wanted to achieve from therapy. Good. So what changed for you after that, aside from the fact that you weren't anxious and didn't you know, jump when people walked in suddenly and all the things that go along with PTSD, what what changed? Did you go back to your shop? Were you able to work again in the public? What was? No, I decided not to go back to the shop. I did carry on doing my jewellery business um, for a couple of years afterwards, but only seeing clients on a private basis from my workshop premises, which were separate. Um, mm -hmm. So I just saw private clients who were who were known to me um i didn't have the public facing shop anymore there were no public coming in or out uh, was that it. was that because you were anxious about it or you just decided that you needed to ch you wanted to change the way I, you were working I, I decided i wanted to change um i was approaching an age where i'd already decided i would be leaving the jewelry trade um for one reason or another my eyes were going my fingers were going you know the, the, those are my personal tools of the trade as it were um, and necessary I decided I wanted to have a career change I, th I think you know because of the nature of the robberies it was one of those life-changing moments where you reassess things mm -hmm. um, for, for perhaps once of a better description so I got fascinated with this hypnosis so it was like the results were unbelievable well unbelievable yeah unbelievable I had not expected results that fast and that good um, so I started to read up about it more I, at the time, I weighed, you know, getting on for 300 pounds and I yo-yo dieted much of my adult life. I was either gaining weight or losing it. Um, mm -hmm. I never seemed to stay still. So I decided to start reading up on hypnosis and hypnotherapy and self-hypnosis um, to see if I could, you know, do some self-hypnosis for weight loss. And guess what? It worked. <laughs> um, I lost 126 pounds and I've kept it off ever since. That's great. Thank you. So so that led you to to take it seriously as, as a potential absolutely, career? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I thought, well, you know, this is powerful stuff. This is good stuff. What good can I do with the people with this? Um, mm -hmm. Am I too old to retrain, you know, for a completely new career? So I did some uh, online studying, first of all, for a year or so. And I achieved um, a level three over here. And then I decided, no, I want to go one step higher and do a nationally recognized hypnotherapy and psychotherapy qualification and, you know, do it properly, help as many people as I can. Um, not just with weight, but, you know, with all the other things that hypnotherapy is really oh. useful for. Um, and yeah. that's, I, I get to the position where I am now. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope our listeners found that interesting. Oh, um, Martin and I, Martin and I are now hosting a podcast to hypnotherapists. Um, and it can be found on YouTube and on most platforms for podcasts. Thank you very much. And I'll talk to you next month. Bye.